is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 14 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. We have a treat in store for us today. We have John Lombardo, who is the founder of Lombardo Coaching and Consulting out in Odessa. John, how are you doing today? Hey, good morning, Mike. I'm doing great. Number 14. I feel kind of special. I'm almost like at a, uh, at a significant number, like 15. We were going to have uh, lucky number 13, but I, I had somebody somebody who I knew wouldn't fall for the jinx as a l- lucky number 13. So you're you're number 14. It's a nice, even number. And, uh, you know, we'll see where this goes. It should be an interesting conversation for us. And not that this is the first conversation we've had, but this should definitely be a, uh, a good conversation. So let me just jump into really quick and let people know the Good Neighbor podcast, you know, how we started, what we do and how we do it. So back in 2020 in Southwest Florida, when COVID was, you know, rampant, uh, someone by the name of Charlie McDermott started the Good Neighbor podcast. And it was really just an effort to, in the world of social distancing that we lived in, give businesses and and, um, community organizations a way to connect to the community. Uh, that's why we do it. How we do it is through this podcast, and it's a super informal conversation between business owners and uh, people in the community to find out a little bit more about them so that when people hear this in the community, they make that connection and they they use your services or they um, look you up if they need to do some philanthropy or anything that you're into. So um, we're going to get started, and, and the big thing is, John, I know you have your hands in a lot of stuff. I know you're you're doing a lot of different things, but tell us a little bit about the main, you know, the main part of your business. What do you do on the day-to-day? Yeah, absolutely, Mike. Well, first of all, thanks again for having me on here. I was super excited to be part of this podcast and uh, it's really great. I've listened to a lot of your prior episodes too. So really awesome, awesome, excited. So <clears throat> what we do is basically Lombardo Coaching and Consulting. We work with small, medium-sized businesses. I've worked with Fortune 200 companies to, again, just startups. And we really try to bridge any gaps between your operational and training to continue to help you be profitable. So we do that by doing operational gap analysis, which would be just conduct analysis of your operations, training assessment needs, see where you need maybe as far as employee training. We can come up with customized training solutions for you. And then as well as once we have a solution in place and we are start working the program, we will start to uh, do performance monitoring and optimization where we'll kind of see how everything is working out for you. Uh, and again, a lot of my coaching and consulting packages are about three months um, because I think it takes about three months to get real achievable and uh, actionable results too. So so let me ask you this then, from, from that perspective, is there a sweet spot? Like for example, um, a lot of my listeners and a lot of the people I work with in uh, some of the publications we're in in the area, they might be as as much as, a, you know, for lack of a better term, a mom and pop shop where it's only one or two people. And then there's other there's other organizations that I have that have 50 to 100 people. Is there a sweet spot for you as far as the size of the organization, the revenue, things like that? Is there is there anything you are looking for or is it, listen, if you're just getting started, we can help you. Or if you've been in business and you're trying to fix it up, we can help you too. Yeah. And I think honestly, part of being a great business owner and a successful business owner too, is also knowing your limitations. Um, so I appreciate that, Mike. And yeah, we kind of, I kind of look to work with, you know, medium size, a smaller startup company. So let's say between maybe zero employees, maybe it's just yourself, you're a sole proprietor. 
up to anywhere of 75 to 100 employees. I think it would be my sweet spot. Um, gotcha. It's manageable that way. And again, it's just me. Uh, I am the founder. I am the coach. I am the consultant. I drop all of the strategies for your business when we sit down and discuss it. I'm the one you're meeting with. It's not farmed off to somebody else. So to keep it realistic, yeah, between, you know, zero and 100 would it would be, you know, my my sweet spot as far as working with companies of that size. And and from what I understand, everything's kind of turnkey with you. So it could be, um, and when I say turnkey, I might, like you said, come to you with nothing. I might need to have a, a, you know, an SOP, like a standard operating procedure guideline set up, or I might need help with marketing, or I might need help with websites. All of those different avenues for an organization, you're able to provide some guidance, correct? Absolutely. And I think that's the other misconception, too, that people have. They think coaches and consultants are only um, if you're struggling um, or if you're just kind of, um, you know, uh, of a certain size, but it's really not. I mean, a consultant, I can help you if you're just starting up, like you said, or if you are just trying to figure out, I need to do something different. I'm currently working with a client right now. He's been in business for 13 years. He has a great business model, but he came to me and said, hey, listen, I just don't know what I need. I, I don't know. I can't figure it out. I need a change. Everything's kind of stagnant. So we went through in the last month and a half, we've been rebranding. Uh, we developed them a new website, a new logo, um, you know, just really a refresh and a branding. And again, he's been successful. He's been doing this for 13, 14 years in, in Florida, but he just needed uh, that little bit of extra set of eyes to tell him, you know, what he needs to do to kind of bring that brand into the, you know, 2023. Well, that's really the nice thing, you know. So business, what I find with business owners, because, you know, you know, I, I talk to a lot of business owners on a weekly basis. I'm talking to 50 to 100 business owners in and out of different various groups and meetings and et cetera. I think what happens sometimes for businesses, and, and you could give some, you can give some light to this, is when I'm in my business as a business owner, I know what I do. It's almost like I have tunnel vision in this is how I do it, this is how it's worked. But having an extra set of eyes come in and look at it and give an outside perspective is an invaluable asset to have. And to have someone who's been in business for over a decade, like the 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 um client you just mentioned to have the wherewithal to say, you know what, I'm in this spot here and I'm not progressing forward. Let me bring in someone I trust and know in you to have an extra set of eyes that's going to say, hey, look, let's let's turn over all the, the rocks that maybe you don't want to look under. So, I mean, is that, that that's kind of got to be one of the biggest things, right? That extra perspective that they don't necessarily have. Well, yeah. And again, as business owners, yourself and I alike, we all like to always think we know what's best for our business. We know how things are going to be. Uh, you know, we, we're kind of maybe a little offset to change, but I think, you know, being a good business owner is also knowing when you have to bring somebody else in to kind of take a look at it. And just on that side note, um, when I talk about myself and why I pride myself, I wanted to have 27 years of hands-on operations management training experience. Uh, so again, I've, I've been in, you know, boots on the ground. <clears throat> I've done all the guerrilla marketing. I've done, I've opened up over 50 new restaurants through my career. So again, I have that long-standing pedigree that uh, when I'm working with you, you're working with somebody that really gets it and understands it and wants to kind of have your opinion uh, and have you involved in the decision-making process. And I say this without any kind of chagrin to anybody else out there, Mike, but there's a lot of, I like to say, snake oil salesmen out there. And they like to just tell you what they can and what they can do. But, you know, when you work with me, I'm going to tell you what I can do, but we're also going to see results because, again, I'm, I'm a hands-on kind of guy, man. There's a lot of talkers out there, but that's one thing that I'm not going to not going to give you lip service. And it could be uncomfortable for a business owner sometimes, you know, to hear just that hard fact about here's what you need to do to change, man. Like, this is what we need to do to get your business to that next level. Um, so, yeah, 
but yeah, that's a little bit about what I do and how I do it and, and why I'm so passionate about it, because I really do believe in what I do and helping small businesses achieve their goals. Well, that, that's the nice thing, too, is, you know, you, you kind of touched on it there for a second and we'll get into my follow up question. But having that dialogue, like I know I've done it owning an ad agency where I've had conversations with clients who say, you know, I want to, you know, I have one client I always go back to. They had like a. A, an over-the-counter pharmaceutical for a, a you know a female a, a female in her fifties. It was something for you know for women in going through menopause, that type of time of their life. And when we started to put together their media plan, these doctors were like, "Well, we want to be on sports talk radio in Boston." And I'm like, "Guys, that's a loser. Like, that's just not gonna that's not gonna get you the return you want on your marketing." And they're like, "Well, that's what we want to do." And I'm like, "Well, look." I'll, I'll do the order for you, but I, I'm going to at the same time say thank you for the business and no, we're never going to work together again. And they're like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, well, n- not saying a lot of women don't listen to sports talk radio, but you have a very specific target and you're you're ta- putting an ad on the radio because you want to hear your name on the radio station that you listen to. So having clients that have that dialogue with you and are willing to take that 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 constructive criticism definitely makes it, you know, that's an asset to have in your client. Not every client is like that. We know that. But um but having the ability to have that dialogue is super important. So that you kind of touched on it, and it leads me into my second question is you, you talked about your background in the restaurant business. So tell the people listening to this podcast, you know, big reason like why they need to hire you. What is your journey? How did you get from where you started to having all this experience in, in multiple avenues within an organization to be able to be a, a, a coach and consultant? Absolutely. And I, you know, and I'll, and I'll, I'll lay it out there and I'm, I'm very transparent about my background and how I got to where I was at. You know, one of the big things in my life was I, I in the early 2000s, 1999, I had my daughter and I became a single father. And uh, at the time I was a single dad and that was the early 2000s. And things were a little bit different than they are 20, 23 years later. Let's fast forward the clock here. And I worked in the service industry and I realized that it was going to be hard for me to, you know, go to college, do all the things that I had uh, aspired to do being a single father. So I decided that I was going to get really good at what I was doing at the time. And I was working in restaurants and I was going to learn every damn thing there was to learn about operating a restaurant successfully. And, uh, and that's what I did. I dug my heels in and I worked my way from being an assistant manager or a shift manager all the way through uh, a general manager and then worked my way into on the into the corporate side into uh, operations management and training. And, uh, you know, that was my journey. It was hard. It took, you know, a long time to get there. But everything I learned, I learned from, again, being boots on the ground and really doing it, building P&Ls from the ground up, understanding, controlling costs, controlling labor costs, food costs. And this all calculates into any kind of a business that you're running, whether it be a restaurant, an ad agency, for instance, as you spoke about. It's really all about controlling your costs, controlling your numbers and having a culture that people want to be a part of. Uh, and, you know, one of the companies I was really proud to work for for 15 years as a training manager was Tijuana Flats. And they really taught me how to understand company culture and how to develop a culture within a set of uh, team members. So, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that was my journey, Mike. You know, it, was, it wasn't always easy. It was hard. There was a lot of 16, 17-hour days. There was a lot of beg, borrowing, and stealing for my parents to help watch my daughter so I can work the crazy hours that I could work because there was no public assistance or anything along those lines. It was whatever I provided. It was what I had for my child. So, you know, that's how I got to where I was at. So <clears throat> kind of fast forward a little bit, was up in New York City working independently uh, with some uh, startup companies and just realized that that was what, where my niche was. I'd, I'd gotten out of the service industry about, 
uh, five, six years ago and decided to start doing this for myself and really being able to help other small businesses and take the knowledge that I have and just, you know, pass it along, you know, pass it forward. Uh, and it's been a great journey ever since. I didn't know how it was going to go. I went into it totally blind. Uh, and it's been really empowering. And it's really been a great ride for the last five years that I've been doing this as, uh, you know, a consultant for myself. No, it's that's kind of great. a long answer to your question. No, 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 that's great. I mean, you know, it's it's funny is having come from a corporate background myself, so many times, so many times working for somebody else, I would say, you know, I really want to go out on my own. I really want to go out on my own. And and having the ability to do that, to be honest, you know, I've said this before, I was a giant chicken. Like I was like, I'm making X. And if I start out all over again in my mid to late thirties, how am I going to do this? You know, how am I going to make this work? And then for me, it was, you know, the, the stock market crash and, you know, the recession of 2008, 9, 10, that window uh, that kind of forced my hand into doing it. So, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's people like you who, you know, know this is what I want to do. I'm going to take this experience and I'm going to go do it. And then there's people like me that say, hey, I know I can do this or I think I can do this. I mean, everybody thinks they can do it, right? Um, right. But then being thrown into the deep end of the water and having to go, okay, now I got to figure it out. So, um, you know, and, 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 you know, I think the biggest thing and, and why there's a value in, in what you do is so many people, the smartest PhDs in the world, um, you know, running a business and operating a business is a totally different, you know, animal than working for somebody. You know, I, I met with somebody yesterday and, I, you know, not I'll get too deep into it, but highly educated, highly educated person in his professional field talking about marketing knew absolutely nothing, but wanted to come across like he did. I don't know if it was to try to impress me or to, you know, whatever, you know, so you run into that a lot. So, um, kind of the conversation has to be, listen, you went to school for X and you are good at X stick to X. Like, I don't want to do the LeBron James, stay in your lane and just dribble and all that stuff. But for me, I know the things that I'm not good at, I go to other people and leverage those assets and then use them, you know, as part of my organization. So that's an important thing too. knowing what you're good at, which is what you figured out early on and what you, you know, were able to, to hone those skills to be able to now apply that into a new realm. And you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier about some of the myths, myths and misconceptions, but it, having a, having a consultant and a coach isn't just for struggling businesses. What are some of the other myths and misconceptions that you get when you're talking to people that might say, well, I don't need I don't need your services because and maybe there's a reason why they actually might. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great question as well. And uh, like I was talking about, one of the misconceptions to your point is that it's just for, you know, coaches and consultants only for large corporations or people that have endless amounts of uh, revenue to spend. And it's really not. Um, and to your point as well, it's it takes a lot more to and. Before I get into that, Mike, I do want to touch on something that you did say, and it's been it's on the top of my head, and I do want to get it up. Yeah, one go thing, ahead. You said being being a big chicken, and I will tell you, being scared is one of the things I used to tell people when I worked in training. Is where would you be in your life if you weren't afraid? And people would look at me like I was nuts sometimes. They'd be like, "What the hell is that even supposed to mean, John?" I'd say, "Well, just think about it. Where would you be right now if you weren't scared? Would you be maybe a professional cello player?" Would you be a professional golfer? Would you be a sumo wrestler? And they would think I was crazy. But then when they thought about it, I said, because we're so scared to try different things that sometimes that holds us back from really achieving our full potential. Uh, and, in, and in my case, honestly, um, what got me here, too, was not only my confidence, um, but was having um, another half, my partner, who said, it's your time. It's your right. time to stop working for other people and get out there and do your own thing. So 
again, it's also having that support on the home front too to be able to be successful. Makes a huge difference. Because everybody thinks, you know, you go to from working a job to working for yourself. Yeah, you go from working 40 hours a week where you can't stand doing what you're doing to working 80 hours a week where you have to get it done or else you're not fishing, you're not eating when you're a business right. owner. So, right. so anyway, back to your question, Mike. Sorry about that. But another misconception is um, that sometimes consultants just provide generic advice. We just impose our ideas on what we think you should be doing. And that's just the furthest thing from the truth. I want to hear what you have going on. I want to look at your holistic business. I want to see everything that you've put into it because it is your business. It's your blood, sweat, tears. It's your money. I want to come up with a solution that's going to be great for both of us. And um, this is another big one that I, I, I find is sometimes a little bit humorous with me, but sometimes people think hiring a coach or consultant is like, that's your magic fix. Like, all right, within two weeks, everything's going to be great. And I've been working with a client that that's kind of been a little bit of a struggle here to your point. I'm not going to get too into it, but we've went through and redid everything. And it's, again, as a business owner, you have to be the one as the owner buying into the changes. Now, we can't go through and change websites and, and redesign stuff. And then you're going to still be stuck on the way your company was doing things. Again, the reason why we're on this journey is to change that thought process. Again, once again. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Trust me, life and your business will get so much easier when you're just open to change and, and stuff like that. So, again, those are some of the misconceptions that, you know, yeah. as soon as you hire somebody, things are going to be great. Um, but it takes work in the program. Again, it's like anything else. It's work in the program, having faith in the process, let the process play out. And that's why I tell people, Mike, three months. We can work together for a month and that's great. But, you know, you might be disappointed because you're not getting the results that you want to get because we are a society of immediate gratification you know i do this i get that and uh in business and uh when you're working to, to to make a change and you're working to bridge operational and training gaps within your organization it takes time you got to be patient yeah you know it's funny you say that like it was two things you touched on there that were great like having worked in uh, a financial corporate environment you know one of my roles was like kind of a change like, you know, I always make the joke, the movie Office Space, the Bobs who came in and evaluated everything and made change. So one of the roles that I filled at one point was going in and looking at a process and figuring out a way to make it more efficient. And everybody hates change. Like everybody just despises that. But once they see the value in it, and again, it takes that time. You can't just, you know, I run into it every day. I talk to business owners that are like, okay, with my marketing, I want to run this ad and I expect my phone to ring off the hook in three days. And the reality is that's just not an, a, a realistic understanding of what goes on. Now, if you're McDonald's, you could run a radio ad and people are like, yeah. oh, McDonald's, I'm going to go eat a, a disgusting ham. Well, I shouldn't say that. We're on <laughs> an unhealthy alternative or whatever, they, you, know, whatever you want to describe yeah. it as. So they can do that. But the reality is if you're a business and you're getting started and no one really knows who you are, it's that repetitiveness. It's that for you, like that three month window of change management, implementing some stuff that's there and and rewiring your the owner a little bit because you see it all the time. There's all these shows on TV about makeovers of restaurants and bars and, you know, and someone goes in, they revamp it, they give it a new style. And then six months later, they revisit it and they went back to the old the old ways. So. It, it, it change is scary for everybody, but having that understanding going into it, hey, look, this is going to take a little bit of time. This isn't an overnight fix. Let us implement these processes. Let's put them into place and let's make them, you know, let's give them a chance to actually work. Great message, great message for business owners to hear. And, and a lot of times they do need that cold drink of water splashed on them to understand that. Um, a lot of this stuff, John, is uh, is 
is granular work. Like you're looking in and taking a deep dive on a, someone's business and understanding how they do their finances and their marketing and all these other things. When you unplug from that, what do you guys do for fun? What do you and Ryan do for fun? How do you get out and about and uh, unplug from this? What is your go-to thing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we definitely love uh, traveling. Getting out. And honestly, you know, traveling means maybe just spending some time at Anna Maria Island. Or honestly, the reason why I tell people we put the pool in when we bought the house was is to just sit out back and have Stay a drink. Nation. Exactly, man. And sometimes that's the best thing you can do. And now, honestly, my daughter, I was telling you, I was a single dad. Well, the payoff to that was now almost 25 years later, I have two beautiful grandsons. So I get to spend time with my two-year-old and my one-year-old grandson on the weekends when they come over and stuff like that. So life is really good. And that's that's really what we enjoy doing. I just enjoy trying not to stress as much as I used to, you know. Yeah, that's a good way to unplug. I, it's funny, you know, saying, you know, you and I are about the same age. You know, I'm laughing. People who are listening to this don't see this, but... I'm going to have to start shaving my beard or I'm going to have to start going with a Walt Clyde Frazier just for men to darken it up a little bit. It's getting a little gray in here. It's, I don't know if it's stress yeah. or all the work or what it is, but I, I really don't have down. a lot of stress. Yeah, you shaved it down. It looks good. I'm like, I'm thinking, man, John looks younger than me today. I don't know what's yeah. going on, but but uh, people who are only listening to this, John looks younger and I look old and I have special lighting. I should have a makeup person doing this. But I have a face for radio and podcast, not necessarily for TV. Yeah, um, well, for so, both of us, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, with all this, we've talked about a lot of stuff here. If people listening to this, what's the one thing they need to take away from this podcast that they're going to say, hey, look, if, if, this, if we need this, this organization, like, what do they need to remember about calling you and getting a hold of you? And like, why would they do that? Listen, it, it doesn't cost anything to call me. And that's one thing that sometimes, and listen, I'll just openly admit it here on the airwaves. Sometimes it's a, to a detriment, but I take phone calls. I listen to people. It is what it is. And if we can work together, we can work together. And I'm going to be the type of person that honestly, Mike, if it's not going to work, if it's out of my wheelhouse, I'm going to tell you, man, I'm not the guy that's chasing the dollar. I'm doing this because I value what I do and I want you to value me as a coach and consultant and the experience I bring. So if it's something that I feel is out of my wheelhouse, I'll get you the people that you need to work with. Um, but again, that's one of the things that we'll take away from it is I'm not going to just take your money. I'm going to take your words, listen to it. We're going to put a plan together. And if it's something that's workable, great. And if we agree that we just don't need to work together, that's fine too. And people, I encourage people to check it out. You go to my website. It's Lombardo coaching and consulting. John, that's uh, my last question, John. You're already going into my last question. Yeah, see that? See that? I was so nervous. I was looking at the time. I was like, oh my, I got to get it all in here. No, it's you're like, good. We'll yeah. get there. I mean, listen, the other thing I was going to say too on, on the last note before you get into giving out your information yeah, is absolutely. you and I have worked together, all right? So what, I, what I'll impart on top of what you just said, and you touched on it a little bit, the nice thing about working with you is like I've come to you and said, hey, X, Y, and Z. And you've said, well, let me think about this. You know what, Mike? That's not necessarily something I work on, but the nice thing about working with you in my experience and seeing people work with you is you have, and this is going to age myself by using this terminology, but you have a, a giant Rolodex. Do people even know what a Rolodex is anymore? You have a giant database of, of network that you deal with. So I might need something and you might say, you know, you have said, hey, look, I don't necessarily do that, but you might want to call these two or three people because that's that's their area of expertise so not only do they get from you that years of experience and that um that background that you bring to the table but also the wherewithal to know if this isn't something i i work on 
you have access to my giant database of contacts that might fill that need for you. So that's just my added on top of what you want people to take away. I think that's another thing that I took away in our experiences talking previously. So now, John, <laughs> if people if people listening to this podcast need to get a hold of uh, Lombardo coach, Coaching and Consulting, it doesn't roll off the tongue for me. It's this New Jersey accent. Um, if people need to get a hold of you, what's the best way? Give out your numbers. Give out your, your contact info. Yeah, it doesn't roll off your tongue. Lombardo from Jersey, that doesn't roll off your tongue. Okay. <laughs> the, the Lombardo <laughs> is easy. It's the coaching and consulting. I was going to pull your Italian card there for a second. Yeah, we might, yeah it's possible. <laughs> I, I ate uh, – yeah, I won't even get into what I ate that was very not very Italian the other day. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, to Mike's point, and thank you for that props too, Mike. But yeah, and just, just as a little FYI too. I do have a, a giant, uh, uh, as we would say, us old school people, Rolodex of people. And, and that's because I've traveled and I've lived in several different cities throughout the country through my career. Um, but I have called Tampa home for almost 37 years now. So Tampa's always been my base. So this is where I do have a lot. I do know a lot of people. I've seen this area grow up from nothing. Like I couldn't wait to get the heck out of Pasco County when I was 18, 19 years old and to see what it's turned into now. It's phenomenal. And to just be able to be ingrained in this I guess you could say network of people, uh, and I've been here so long that it's just really good to have that that index of people and you know the trust of people too, which is a big deal for me. People trust me when I come to them with something that I'm not just selling them something that's a bag of nonsense. So if you want to get in touch with me, learn a little bit more about me, please go check out my website. It's real simple. It's LombardoCC.com. So it's basically Lombardo Coaching and Consulting. I kind of shortened it down. LombardoCC.com. They'll take it to my website, read all about me, reach out to me. Feel free to pick up that phone. Call me 813-727-1291. I'm always available to chit-chat if you just have a question. Um, and my email is real simple, too. It's just john at lombardocc.com. And uh, those are the ways to get in touch with me. Social media, I'm really simple. And again, this is just basically being a consultant. I tell people consistency is the key in your business. So my username and everything, Lombardo CC, consistent amongst all of the social media channels and stuff like that as well. So if you want to get you in see- touch with you gave me a hard time about coaching and consulting, but you shortened it all up because you knew it wasn't going to roll off the tongue. So, exactly. <laughs> well, what we're going to do is when we when this uh, gets aired, we're going to also include in the post all of John's information, his phone number, his emails, all the Lombardo CC you can find. Um, John, thank you for being on episode 14 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I always appreciate your time. You are definitely a value uh, in the community. And Pasco County is only growing. I mean, as scary as that might sound, uh, you drive along 54 and there is stuff happening and going on all the time. So we will definitely see more of you. John, thanks again for being on. I hope you have an amazing day. Mike, I appreciate you. Thank you to you and all of your listeners for giving me the opportunity. And I hope you have a great rest of your day, brother. And I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Sounds good. Thanks for listening. Absolutely, man. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Pasco. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.